Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everybody. So glad to have you all here. Um, look, we, were, we were making some minor of last minute adjustments. So those yeah. of you guys on success and boardroom might not have heard the opening song, but it looks like we're on looks like and we're, we're live. Now. So yeah, yeah Michelle's like over good. here doing her thing. We had some last minute technical <laughs> snags and she's just making it work. Yeah. And I, uh, Jared's already in here with us. Good morning, Jared. Um, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic guys. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, before we get started, um, we we have a special guest really quick that we're just going to pop in. And um, and I think that Tommy is probably going to want to. Hey, Tommy, nice to have you as your surprised guest this morning. Good morning, everybody. That's like a last minute guest. <laughs> so um, are you are you here to to talk about the town hall? There's just a little uh, town hall coming up on Wednesday, I think. Uh, Hopefully everybody knows about it by now. Um, I'm really excited. It's going to be a, an awesome event. Yeah, no, it looks great. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We've been we've been seeing some of the ad spots come in too, and so even just the commercial breaks will be fun. It yeah, looks like it's sure. going to be really great. So yeah. the whole thing is is coming together quite nicely. So yeah, as Tommy said, we are heading to. Uh, we're right now in, in Virginia. In Virginia, um, we're we're as soon as we're done with this, we're hopping in the car. And driving up to Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So we'll be uh, broadcasting live from there on Wednesday. I think you're right, Tommy. Most people know about it. If they don't know, they're going to know between now and Wednesday morning. Yeah, they, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> they certainly will. So we're really excited to, to see you and to 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 do this. This is this is a pilot event. This is the first ever of um, of a buy here, pay here regional town hall live stream, and and as well as the first time we're ever going to do live stream, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I keep saying, Jared, what could possibly go wrong? Like what? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're going to live broadcast from a dealership. I mean, yeah. It's yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, we're going to uh, we're, we're going to have a good time. That's all. That's so, all There'll be a lot of laughs and a lot of fun oh, and, and a lot of learning. Yeah. yeah, Michelle is the queen of shuck and jive. So we're we'll, uh, um, going we'll to shuck and jive. And so we're, you know, it's like pilot. So we we uh, ask for forgiveness in advance if there's any small technical oh, difficulties. Yeah. But we're like we're our uh, our COO, um, Dave Murray, is, is flying in today yeah. to help us with it. And he comes from a decade of news broadcasting. So don't tell you know, people that. Sorry. Now the pressure. Yeah. That, that, sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So we can blame Dave if anything yeah, goes wrong. Squarely on Dave's <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> um, yeah, it, he's delightful. And we hope that sometime during the broadcast, we can get him up in front of a screen to say hello, shout mm -hmm. out. He's he's pretty awesome. We so, And we love Tommy, too. Super Excellent. excited. Just like I said, just want to check in, say good morning, everybody. Looking forward to uh, seeing everybody on Wednesday. Yeah, it looks All like right. we got a nice in-person group. Yeah. Plus, uh, a live following so yeah it'll be fun yeah i think i think when i did the count it was like what 11 people will be there tommy uh yeah i uh, my uh, paperwork's maybe across the uh maybe uh, yeah early. maybe more but i mean uh, the, the people but yeah that, uh, uh, dealer tons of tons of uh long time dealers that's um, it um, that'll be uh that'll be uh, meeting um our executive director for marietta 
uh, a few of the past presidents, uh, John D. Filippo, who I'm sure a lot of you know, yeah. uh, who posted on here, will be in attendance. Uh, so it's going to be awesome. Excellent. Yeah, it, I, we're looking forward to it. I think that just even for the dealer panel, we've got some pretty pretty good mm-hmm. um, dealers with a lot of experience, and and uh, it's it's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. So thanks, Tommy. We'll uh, see you on in, uh, in Q Town shortly. Fantastic. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Tommy. All righty. Well, that was our plug. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That gave Jared another couple of minutes to wake up. <laughs> there we go. So, so Jared's uh, joining us all the way from Pacific time. Yeah. So, Queen Creek, Arizona. Yep. But we're, yep. we're Arizona time. We got enough daylight to bottle up and sell out here. So, uh, nice. yeah. And it looks like uh, just a couple of days ago, you had enough rain to bottle up and sell out there, too. We had quite the, the little micro burst miniature tornado that happened out here we sure did yeah i i, I were friends on facebook and so i was looking at some of the video and pictures and i was like whoa that's hmm. yeah that's like a not quite a hurricane but a tornado coming yeah. in. it was it was yeah. something came right over the mountain in front of my house and just uh hit us hard but every, everyone's okay and we will we will recover as they say that's right <laughs> that's awesome well, today we uh, we brought uh, Jared in for a couple of reasons. Yeah, so we initially invited Jared for a white hat Wednesday because he's even though his image has me I know black what's up hat, with the black hat. Jared, he's, uh, we know <laughs> we know Jared's a, what we would call a white hat dealer, and so he knows what we mean by that. But we also we, we want to have Jared on for lots of reasons, but also we got the event coming up. Yeah, um, at the end of the month here in. Uh, in your state of Arizona, the Southwest Finance Conference, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right, Jared? Next it week. is. Right. Yeah. That's yep. the 28th, 29th. 28th through 30th. Yep, 28th, 29th, and 30th, and, and we'll be there. And yep. we actually will also be broadcasting our um, our uh, addresses live right. as well. We have two on Sunday, I believe. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be good. We're looking forward to it, Jared. You, uh, you got a good uh, group showing up for that, sound like? We do. We do. We've got some great speakers, including the two of you guys. And uh, it's, it's basically all things financed, uh, right. increasing revenue, finding new revenue streams, um, streamlining costs. Um, we've got quite a few uh, uh, good topics and good um, um, seminars and sessions there that we'll have for, for all of our viewers that are attending and being our guests. Yeah, and it's probably not too late. I'm, I know that you told us it was a, a national conference. People can come from anywhere, anywhere and join. They don't have to be a member of the Arizona Association, correct? From anywhere, and if you're a member of your state's association, you're going to get the same uh, uh, membership price as, as you would if you're an Arizona member. Oh, nice. Awesome. Okay. That's beautiful. So I know that you had shared with us, and I think it's a, a wonderful um, uh, effort that you guys are putting together. Try to help dealers uh, know how to connect all the dots on money, like how to source the money, how to grow their business from the very early stages you know, all the way to the most advanced needs in terms of growth. So we're going to be contributing to that. Both of our sessions will kind of be around that one on business planning and one kind of where to find all the sources of money, who's out there and what kind of programs are out there. So we're going to try to do our part to help dealers kind of connect the dots, you know, ABC, how to, how to capitalize their business. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. It's everything from um, like you guys be there and uh, from simple things like, um, Indirect lenders. We'll have just about every indirect lender from prime, subprime, and and everywhere in between in there, um, as well as lenders on site that are there to lend capital to buy here, pay your dealers. And, and there's all different kinds, as you well know, all yeah. different kinds of lenders when it comes to that. Whether you're you're selling your notes or you're leveraging your portfolio to gain more capital to increase and grow your buy here, pay, excuse me, buy here, pay your portfolio. 
It's mm-hmm. still early here in Arizona. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, we're, we're very much looking forward to it. We have reinsurance companies to be there, warranty services, GPSs, insurance. I mean, just about everything you can think of to uh, increase or uh, streamline um, fixed expenses or increase revenue, we're going to have there for our dealers. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. I know that uh, when we when we put together this broadcast too, one of the things we talked about is what do dealers need more of? And I would say a lot of times, one of the first things that comes up is capital. Yeah. Yeah. The capital is- Especially is in today's market with the cost of cars, we all know that mm-hmm. it's gone up. You know, the quality hasn't gone up, but the, the price of the cars have gone up. So we're, we're paying more for what we used to pay less for. So it requires yeah. more capital. Yeah. And so I've been saying for many years, Jared, I've even in articles probably for more than 10 years, I've been talking about this thing about, you know, there are a lot of people out there who would like to be in the buy here, pay here space if they had both the capital and the know-how. And obviously Michelle and I spend a lot of our time in the know-how side of this business. And we just feel like that's an important thing for people to understand. The education piece of that is, it's so important for folks to know how to connect. Like if they want to know, how do I get qualified for a line of credit? Well, there's, really a pretty specific sequence. We just need to get folks educated on how to get mm-hmm. from here to there. And so we just know education is such a big piece of this. Absolutely. It sure is. It sure is. And of course, having your books in order, having your, your, your finances, everything in order is, is another big one. If you're not, if, I would say, if you're not watching your money, <clears throat> it doesn't matter what you or any of your best employees are doing. If you don't know what your money's doing for you, you've got a problem right out the get go. So we're going to have uh, some CPAs and, um, um, financial experts there as well. If your books are not exactly in the perfect order, or you think you want to have them looked at and and see what needs tweaked or fixed or uh, uh, or corrected, so that yeah. you can sit down with some of these lenders. We're going to have people there to go over your books with you or set an appointment to do that at a later time, so you can get your books in order so that you can go sit down in front of these capital investors and uh, see mm-hmm. what the best route is to to gain more capital and revenue for your dealership. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. One of the other things that we see an awful lot with some of our clients is that they're looking for what are your practices for collections? What are I mean, and they want to see um, detailed. This well, this is how we do what we do. Yeah, well, especially if they're lending to somebody who's going to be doing their own yeah. collections, then yeah. obviously you need to see the performance history and some of those kind of things. So I think when you talk about having your books in order, Jared, I think you know for a dealer they need to understand. Okay, what is the definition of in order? Right? They need to know. What is there is an order. There is a you know something that we expect to see, and that mm-hmm. obviously needs to be uh, you know gap approved and all that good stuff. But I would say beyond that, in in our space and by here payer in particular, there are some um, idiosyncrasies. You know, there are some things to to certainly have some added layers. And so yeah, having the having that education, having that understanding. Amanda Sanchez just said hello from uh, Houston. Uh, and she's doing a session with me at uh, the Super Forum, and we're going to try to help dealers in that s- session, which we're also broadcasting live, how to help them connect the dots between their performance reports, operational performance reports, to kind of dovetail that into their financials. Because we see that's a challenge sometimes, too. And ideally, you know, we would have all those numbers would tie together nicely and dealers could better make, could better understand what they're seeing on yeah. their reports, you know. Absolutely. How to manage. And and I really appreciate, you know, part of, part of what we, uh, the, the intent for what we looked at for the topic today was, you know, in, in the, what do dealers need? And what Jim and I were talking about is that we need more unity. And I love the fact that, 
that like with this finance conference, it's we're bringing all the financial pieces together. We're trying, you know, we're we're working as a team. Whether uh, uh, to how how do we better educate everybody, um, all the dealers, so that they can um, be able to 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 uh, capital uh, get the capital that they need. And mm -hmm. you know, the I, I love that you're bringing in accountants and and all of the pieces that are part of that. And it's uh, you know, uh, Amanda just piped in. She's how about some standardization? That's kind mm -hmm. of the same. That's along the same thing sure. too. Is is unity within the vendors? Mm -hmm. And so we're all out for the best interest of the dealer. And so how can we help the dealers? How can we really help the dealers to understand all the pieces that are involved in capital, all the things that you need to have that are that are put together? And then standardization is that's something. That's something, Amanda, that we're working on, seeing if we can try to create that within the industry. Yeah. There've been folks out there working on, I'm sure Jared, with your experience on the board with NIADA, you've seen a lot of that. Like, what do you see? How could we help, uh, you know, bring the industry together better? You know, and, and being new on the NIADA board, I can tell you with uh, spending the last eight years on the AIADA board, uh, confusing a bunch of letters there, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I think bring us together and I've seen a big, a big movement in the buy here, pay here industry. Obviously with the, uh, you guys' morning show, we've got Amanda out there. There's a lot of, sources where dealers can go to to find that information um and and to really fine-tune and hone their their buyer payer game so to speak um <laughs> obviously our conference is one of them and you guys touched on it uh a few minutes ago there michelle i believe is the buy here payer super forum coming up um yeah that's coming up next month in texas that is a must if you're in the buy here payer business thinking of getting a buyer payer business you've been in it for 10 years 20 years or one year that's mm -hmm. going to be a show you do not want to miss out on. That's that's yeah. that's going to be packed full of education, um, solutions, and just all kinds of things that are going to benefit you. You will leave there going back to your dealership, and I don't care how long you've been in the business. With some change, you're going to want to make for the better for your dealership. It's, it's yeah. going to be a big one there. Yeah, yeah. we agree that there's a, a lot of great things happening with NIEDA. We've seen a lot of real. Uh, you know, positive developments there. They're doing a beautiful job there. And I think um, the, we know their exhibit hall is full. That means when you, you mentioned solutions, there'll be lots of solutions and yeah. folks to meet there, uh, a chance for a dealer in a single room to, to explore solutions and kind of have a chance to compare, you know, what's a good fit for them. And, but yeah, we just feel like this education piece is, is so vital. And, and Michelle and I are really enjoying being able to, you know, share what we have learned and, and uh, you know, what we're able to say, um, share from what we witnessed mm -hmm. out there in the trenches with dealers. And we, and we just, we're, we're doing the best we can to try to help and get the information in the hands of dealers. Yeah. And you know, the, the, when you talk about the two things that any dealer needs is the capital and the know-how this finance conference that's coming up is it's like a beautiful uh, pairing of both of those things. It's going to be an educational event mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be bringing all the capital pieces together. So yeah. there's, there's, you're going to get a good education about, capital about how to leverage the capital about uh, you know how you how you do that uh that connection with your accounting and all of that there too so that to me is is a beautiful representation of what it is that jim's yeah. like he's always said if you can if you can dial in those two things mm -hmm. um it gives dealers the best chance at success sure absolutely and i, I think another thing is the taxation i mean uh, obviously we, we all know the uh federal trade commission has just issued new um Guidelines will be going over that, but the, the future of taxation, you know, are, are you doing it all under one roof? Do you have a related finance company? These, these are questions yeah. you have. And, and, and where are you, at what point is a related finance company necessary for your, your dealership and, and feasible financially wise to do 
do so. So we're going to have people there to answer all those questions as well. Good. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Something we have because Michelle and I work a lot, um, and I've for you know 20 years. A big part of my work has been with uh, startup dealers, people that are brand new to buy here, pay here, and so we're used to working with people and trying to you know connect them to capital in the earliest stages of their business, which is challenging in any business, but especially when you're taking what I have sometimes said in meetings where we're taking perfectly good money and loaning it to people <laughs> with credit trouble, and so. You know, it's like the, on the on the surface, it's hard enough for uh, for you know people that are new to business, but then you add that that buy here pay here element. It's especially challenging, but there are ways to get there. People just need to know how to connect the dots, which buckets are available, you know, at different stages, and how to get from A to B. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I would like to get to Jared. Please. You know, Jared is is uh, obviously he's part of the Arizona IADA mm-hmm. and uh, the board for NIADA. But, right, Jared? but Jared, you've been a dealer for quite a while. I got in this business in roughly 2000, working for uh, my mentor Michael Capri back then, and uh, yeah, kind of worked my way all the way through it. I've worked for several different people in this business, and I've had a lot of people along the way take me under their wing and uh, guide me in the right direction. And yeah, I've had Double H now for nine years out here in Queen Creek, one mm-hmm. on 10, I believe. Um, and just loving every minute of it. It's, it's always a blessing. We can wake up and do what you love to do. So yeah. are you doing retail and buy here, payer out there? We do retail and buy here, payer. Yep. And it's, uh, especially with today's economy, it's been kind of a hybrid bottle with the uh, indirect lending. I was full right. buy here, payer as much as I could possibly be for as long as I could. And, uh, but we, we get a lot of cash buyers out here as well. We're a very small town. Um, mm-hmm. community out here. So it's, uh, there's only two used car dealerships out here and a yeah. couple of new car stores. So, yep. Sure. Um, anybody toting the note on livestock in your corner of the country? So. <laughs> right? yeah. I don't know if they're toting the note on livestock out here yet. So. I think it's worth a look. I mean, <laughs> I, don't well, I, I, I have don't taken look. hay on trade before. I, I took a squeeze oh, of hay in down payment before. I love it. Bartering. That's I'm, awesome. My, <laughs> oh yeah. My dealership uh, in Oklahoma was in kind of a rural part of uh, uh, southeast Oklahoma. And so we used to, yeah, it was kind of a, a rural uh, clientele. And uh, we we also had a lot of fun with that sort yeah. of thing. And so one of the reasons why we brought you on is as a white hat way dealer, we know that just from conversations we've had with you that you you understand the importance of being customer centric. So um, just, you know, wondering if you want to give us a little bit of, of what your philosophies are about um, connecting with your customer. You know, I spend a lot of time making sure that we, we, we not only set our customers up for success and, of course, set them up in a vehicle they're going to want to pay for or have the ability to pay for, um, but we want happy customers, especially in such a small town where, where reputation is everything, your name is everything. And, you know, I, I, was, I was raised with a, a philosophy that you're born with your name and you die with your name, but you're mm. also born with integrity. Once you lose that, yeah. it's gone. You can't get that yeah. back. So I, I, I live my life that way and, you know, and, and say it the best way possible. If I need to, I'll fire a customer. If I just can't make a customer happy, I'm going to mm-hmm. buy that car back. I'm going to give them every penny back. It's just not worth the headache and, and, and the stress that causes to have an upset customer for something that, that, that you know is just going to continue to be a problem. Right. But we don't have that much. We, we, we yeah. connect with our customers on a personal level. Um, we always say when you buy a car from Double H, it sounds cliche, you, you join the Double H family. And mm-hmm. the Double H family is made of kind people with country values. And we take that to heart. Um, and we treat our customers like family and, and we set expectations in the beginning of how the relationship works. And because of that, we have an excellent portfolio of customers that, that we get along with well. And while we have every automated system in the world to have customers pay, we have the majority of them 
that just like to come down and hang out, make their payment and see us, which is oh, that's beautiful. A very mm-hmm. neat thing. You know, it's yeah. time consuming, but very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, one of the things that we, we talk to a lot of the people that, that we work with is how do you stay, especially in an ACH world, how do you stay connected? How do you, how do you stay um, how do you keep people so that it's when, when you see them and they come in to make their last payment, you know who the heck they are. And so, um, you know, what is it that you've done that you think is it uh, to, to keep people coming in to make those payments in person? You know, I, I, the honest, it's, it's by their choice because we do what we offer to set them to set them up with the auto payment um, to, to set up auto payments. So just automatically when they get paid, we get paid. And a lot of our customers just choose to come in the day they get paid. It's, it's, I don't necessarily know it's anything we do except for the way we treat the customers. We have fun. Mm-hmm. We get to know them. Um, they know us. And, and that relationship you build, I think, is just as important as the car you sell them. You want to sell them a quality product. But our goal is not to just get to sell them one car. I mean, there's all too many times, especially in a retail space, you're trying to get as much as you can out of them each time. I'd rather get a little bit out of them each time they think about a car. Every time they're thinking about a car for their daughter, their kid, their neighbor, whatever, um, that's we want them to think of us. Um, last year was kind of a slower year, but we still wrote $5,400 of referral checks. We give $100 per referral. Wow. And bought a car from us. So that's a car a week we wrote during a pandemic that we wrote that's a check awesome. for. And I, I, I got to assume that doesn't include all of them because we do miss some of them. Some people forget to say, oh, hey, Bobby Joe down the road sent me over things like that. So when we write checks during a pandemic for, you know, basically a hundred bucks a week, that's a car a week we sold just by referrals from previous customers or current customers. Um, and we take pride in that. That's, that's what we're really proud of. So is that something with your referral program? Is that something that you just like let them know about at closing? Um, do you, do you communicate with that, communicate that with them through the course of their loan? How do you, how do you, um, keep that forefront in people's minds so that they, um, you know, next time, hey, I've got a friend that needs this. I'm going to send them over there. That's a great question, Michelle. So not only do we put it out right when we close them and every time we see them, it's on every single receipt. So whether they pay by phone, pay by text, pay by email, or pay us in person, it's on every single receipt that they get. Uh, when they log into their, their payment portals and make a payment, it pops up on there as well. So it's always right in front of them to remind them, hey, if you, if you think about, if you've had a good experience and you share it with someone else and they come buy a car from us, Make sure they let us know that they, they were referred by you so that we can get you this $100. And, and our consumers really love that. Um, and we write them a check for it. It's not something we just take off what they owe us. It's 100 bucks to you. If you want to hand you 100 and you want to hand it right back towards your car, that's fine. But if you want to take the family to dealer, dinner, go do that with it. It's, uh, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a discount off your payment. It's a true $100 value to you. You can go do Excellent. whatever you want with it. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's That's great. wonderful. So yeah, I can tell Jared, we're going to want to um, bring you to the microphones at the conference. If you can find the time uh, while we're broadcasting live out there, I'd love to be able to kind of do an expanded version of this conversation because I don't, I'm not sure how familiar you are with what we're out there um, sharing on our white hat way, but you have already mentioned here, oh you know, a gosh. number of the things that we talk about. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if you can see it streaming across the bottom of the screen there, but those are kind of <laughs> the key words that we uh, think about with when we talk about what the white hat way looks like and we're we're doing the best we can to spotlight dealers who operate that way in an effort to show the industry that it's entirely possible to operate that way and have a very long sustainable business so we're really thinking if you're playing the long game and buy a here pay here we're just trying to say from a business standpoint you may or may not agree with the ethics that we're teaching 
But from a business standpoint, we're just saying this is good business, especially in a smaller market. Well, and I am familiar with it. I did read the one. I think it goes to, to just about any business you're in. And uh, as far as white hats go, no one can do it better than Jack Carter. So I'll stick with the black hat. You know, he's got he's got that white hat pretty down. You know, that white cowboy hat. So I don't I don't want to fringe on his uh, trademark white hat. But uh, yeah, the the ethics behind it and and the uh, the topics you have there, I'd love to expand on that when you guys are out here in Arizona. And then yeah. again, I'll be seeing you guys in uh, Texas just just shortly thereafter. I get a double dose of uh, Jim and Michelle. Nice. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah, we're looking that forward like to that. A lot. We've yeah. got a, we've got a lot coming up, and it's just a really great opportunity to to just spread the word about some of the the um you know the the pieces that that we've been really out there talking about with White Hat Way and sure. and um the ethics pieces. Yeah, and I think the other piece of that, you know, as I mentioned, the long game, and you you talked about something there that kind of ties into what I would say about the the what I call the 10 year approach to customers, which is, you know, when you, when you have a setback, you know, if you're thinking about having this customer on your books for a long time, then it affects the way you approach day-to-day decision-making. And, and, you know, when those setbacks come up or, you know, whether it's mechanical matter or some sort of late payment situation, when we're thinking about having that customer with us for 10 years and we're thinking about having them continue to refer friends and family, then probably whatever we're facing today is a pretty small matter in the grand scheme of our business relationship with them. That that's true, Jim, and um, and there's a lot that goes into that. You know, improving hardship when customers do have our time. I mean, a, a lot of indirect lenders aren't aren't going to care that your kid was in the hospital or things like that. But and you want to make sure that your customers aren't taking advantage of you, and, and that you you have a working relationship that's built off honesty and integrity and trust. Um, right. But there are there are situations where where a variance or a little bit of lenience is is appropriate to keep that customer for ten years. And I'm proud to say I've got customers on their seventh, eighth, and ninth car with me now. Um, over the last nine, almost 10 years, and uh, quite a few of them actually on multiple cards with us um, that trade in and trade up quite often or, or, or have got to the point where I've got multiple cards in the same family um, mm-hmm. on the books. And, and that's all built off relationships. It's relationships and, of course, making sure that you're selling a, a quality product. I mean, not every car is created equal, not every customer is created equal, but you want to match them up the best as possible um, to, to have them in some where you're setting them up for success. If you set them up for failure, either in a car that's going to fail before the term is over or, or you're setting up with a payment you know that they can't afford, which all too often happens, um, then then you're not setting yourself up for success to retain that customer. Um, and some customers you're not going to retain. We know that. Some customers are, are ones you go, okay, well, I rolled the dice and I probably shouldn't have done that, that or retained that customer. But um, the good ones, you don't want to lose. You want to keep those customers. So to keep them coming back, what are the best practices and ways to do that? And, uh, and again, it comes back to my philosophy. It's treating like family. You know, you buy a car from Double H, you join the Double H family, and we'll treat you like family. Um, you know, we've got repair solutions for our customers, um, uh, insurance solutions for our customers. We've got just about every solution out there that if you're willing to work with us, we're willing to work with you. Yeah, I think that's a point that doesn't get talked about that where you just said at the end, it's like if you're willing to work with us. Like I always say, you know, if the customer's willing to do their part, we don't, it's not right for the dealer creditor to, you know, have to do the customer needs to be prepared to meet us part way, do their part. And if they are, then we can, we can bend with them and, and get through whatever it is. But if the customer expects us to do everything every time, then that's not a very good relationship. Yeah, that, you know? that's exactly it. Yep. So I think, yeah, you, I think the parts that you're talking about are, are, uh, are definitely, you know, in line with what we, we teach. And I think the parts that you, um, and the, part of the reason I would love to be able to take this to a, a broader conversation is, you know, you said it yourself when you said about the, the family thing being cliche. So it's, it's not so much what we say as much as what you do. Like, how can you, 
what would your customers see in your business that would um, would help them know that you mean what you say? You you really do, you know, treat them like family. So those are things we don't have to cover that today. But I just mean that's what we're always trying to help dealers understand is is you know what, is, what what's your customer experience like? What does it look like to them? you know, to be in a relationship with, with you and your company. And I used to say, I used to be able to say, you know, we're in a three-year relationship with our customer. Now it might be four years and, you know, with a longer, higher cost cars, longer contracts. I mean, we got a long relationship that we need to manage and, uh, and maintain and support the customer through a long period. And I heard you talk about all those solutions, but I just think it's really important to think about what does it look like from the customer standpoint? We, what, we, we know what we say, what do they really see, you know, and what we do? Exactly. And I look at it a little, little different than that, Jim. I, you know, as you said, two-year contract is kind of the, uh, the old norm for us. Now it's two and a half, three years. But I look mm-hmm. at each customer as a six to nine-year contract. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want them just for one car. I, I want to keep upgrading. The only time I'm upset when I lose a good customer is when they've built themselves up so well that they're at the new Audi store getting that car that we're not going to carry here in Queen Creek. You know, we're, you know it's, uh, sure. if I lose a customer that's built themselves up and has changed their their paying method and their mindset on on how they're going to take care of themselves and their bills and their credit, um, it, you kind of feel like you've helped them better themselves just by teaching them how to pay you on the car. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you know, you can't drive your cell phone to work, but you can drive that car to work. You know, teach them how to prioritize their life and 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 do that through through the buy here payer portion of it. If I lose them to, they've got great credit, they're going to go to a new car store. Well, I'm sad I lost them, but I'm happy I could have played a part, teach them how to uh, yeah. uh, revamp their finances in life. So Yeah, that's a great way to lose a customer. It's yep. a great way to lose a if customer. I got to lose one, that's the way I want to lose yep. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jared, for joining us today. We uh, we are really looking forward to seeing you a couple of times. I hope that you are going to try to join us um, this Wednesday as well for the the. Uh, town hall Tune in when you can yeah um and so those of you who uh we were yeah again we were appreciate you joining us those of you who have not registered for the town hall though please make sure that you go to bhphnationtv.com and get yourself registered because we know that you're all busy mm-hmm. and um this is something that's going to be going live all day from 9 a.m eastern to about 3 30 eastern and i mean it's a continual broadcast if you want to see the recorded the recorded pieces after the fact if you weren't able to sit there and and to watch all of the pieces you need to go to bhphnationtv.com and get yourself registered that's where all the recordings will live it's totally free thanks to our advertisers Thanks to our advertisers. Absolutely. So we're going to, um, uh, before we, one more thing before we go. Yeah. Thanks, George. The tickets are free. Um, uh, one more thing, safeguards rule. Jared, have you done it? I'm actually going to be doing the Texas version. Texas, uh, IADA has offered for those that don't know a safeguards program that any dealer that's a member of their association, um, can take at a discounted price. And Texas is actually sharing that revenue with each state's association. Um, we've had a few members of our board do it. We're trying to find the best solution to put out in front of our state members. And we've mm-hmm. decided to go with the Texas, Texas version of it. Um, so myself and a few other board members will be doing that this week so that we can better speak right. about it uh, before our convention coming up here. So Excellent. Excellent. I know that uh, that we've been, <coughs> we've been talking about the safeguards rule course from Texas um, because mm-hmm. it's it's one that a lot of the states are using. It is It can be used for um, any 
dealer in any state because this is a federal certification. This is, all right, this is you, you need to you need to do this for the federal government. So that's like nationwide. It's super important. Um, it all come. They're expecting it to be done um, by the beginning of December. So I think it's the ninth. And um, if you have not done this, uh, you need to make. And this is a need. Jim's mm -hmm. always telling me it's like we strongly advise. No, this is a need. You mm -hmm. need to make sure you've taken care of this in your dealership. Um, and what they're requiring is that anyone who has access to sensitive information needs to go through some kind of a certification. And you also need to have one person that's like the king or queen of all safeguard stuff at your dealership. So texasdealereducation.com yeah. is a great place to go. And it's really reasonably priced. Yeah, TIAD made it affordable yeah. and, and easy to access. And so, yeah, it's a great way to get in any corner of the country. You can get that at texasdealereducation.com. Yeah, Michelle, I, I think you point out a good thing that whether you sell one car or one million cars, it doesn't matter what size your dealership is. This is this is for yeah. every person out there. So everybody, yep, exactly. So please, 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 if you are listening to this from the Hawaii, actually, we'll give you a discount if you want us to yeah. come do any consulting. Yeah. But Hawaii or or uh, or um, Alaska or any of the continental U.S., this is something everybody has to do. So mm -hmm. please make sure that you've you've gotten that taken care of. TexasDealerEducation.com, um, great place. It's it's online and you can do it at any time of the day that you want to do it. So it's not something that you have to put it on your calendar and be there at one o'clock or whatever. So um, make sure that you get that get uh get that certification and and we, it's time for us to to okay, wrap up wrap up jared yeah. thanks for starting your coffee pot early this morning and joining us for uh an early start. <laughs> no problem guys and guys i i want to thank both of you guys real quick it's so refreshing to have people like you guys out there within the industry that truly put dealers first that aren't trying to pitch their product or their agenda or 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 their 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 piece of the business. You guys are out there and you're really helping dealers. And I see it every day. I talk to dealers every day. So for what you guys do for the dealers from a dealer first, besides all the association stuff, thank you guys for what you do for everyone out there. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. We're just getting started. Yeah. We're just, I, I know there's a lot to come. I've, I've heard, I've heard what's coming and I'm very excited to, to see where all this goes. So thank, thank you, you so that. much, Jared. All right, everybody have yourself a great rest of your Monday. It's the beginning of the week where it's a great, hopefully we got a great start of the week's um, going and we will see you all on Wednesday for the morning show, which is what is going to kick off the first ever. Yeah. Streaming all day from PA. Streaming all day from PA. We'll talk to y'all later. Have a great day.